0: Check my inbox and what do I see? Just another day, another T-R-A-D-E. I'm an addict, and I need it in my veins. I'm an addict, otherwise I feel plain now. Every day I wake up, people got a problem, making all these trades up. Got me singing, got them, but I've been paid up. I even started from the bottom. See, I don't wait up, I ain't even playing possum. It's so what it cost, them just a couple of firsts. Can't believe that it worked, not to say I'm a jerk, but I'm an addict. It's what I said in the first, you can curse all you want. Train your church foot I'ma keep tapping with turn I win up I learn I ain't trying to burn Any bridges I yearn For the feeling I earn I'ma win, it's to turn You had a chick before I drop you like the beat I'm a- an addict And I'm not really ashamed I'm an addict I'm a climber with the brain I'm an addict And the pot is what I'm playing I'm an addict Russ Rocky Not names Trade Alex 5 Let's go
1: I am Rocky Petrella, and
0: I have a trading problem. And I am Justin, and I have a drinking, I mean, trading
2: problem. (laughs) And I am Dustin Lunt, and I aspire to have a trading problem one day.
1: And uh, yeah, you, you, maybe Dustin also has a drinking and trading problem, too, given the name of his podcast. Yeah, very <laughs> <pretty> true. <laughs> but uh, welcome in, everybody. Uh, session 279 of the Trade Addicts Podcast, a proud member of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network. No Russ again this week. Russ, Russ has abandoned me, so you, you just got me again. But we do have Justin Rogers. Justin, the next football game we see, fantasy points are going to count. How do you feel about that?
0: Mm, i'm so excited i've been like working on random little tiny trades to to kind of spruce up my rosters just a little bit i don't even care about pretty anymore i just want points let's go
1: yes it's point scoring like mm-hmm. we say here non-point scoring season and point scoring season point scoring season is just about here i i i, I need to get but i need to get more offers out there so does the rest of the ta leagues by the way we're like we have a very light trade week again this week uh got got about five of them, but three of them are minor. Which is probably one of these ones I wouldn't even have put on here normally. But we had so few trades. I said, What the hell? Uh, but but Dustin, how, how you feeling on the on the verge of the season here?
2: Oh, I am excited. Don't get me wrong, I have been happy with preseason football because at least it's football and we're through the dead zone of nothing going on. Uh, but I can't wait for the games to count here, uh, especially with my uh hometown Packers here. You can see in the background. Interested to see how uh, their season's going to play out now that Rodgers has finally left the team.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the season. It's kind of snuck up on me here. I, I it, it seemed like forever, and then it seemed quick all of a sudden. But uh, Dustin, before we get into uh, the rest of the stuff we're going to talk about, why don't you tell everybody who you are, what you do, and where they can find what you do?
2: Yeah, uh, As I said in the opening, my name is Dustin Lunt. I am one of the co-hosts of the Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football podcast. Uh, we record on Tuesday evenings. We recorded uh, just a little bit earlier this evening, uh, but down for double duty tonight. So I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me on.
1: And be- best uh, podcast name in the business, I think. Drinking oh, thank you. That's basically what I, what I do here, Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football. So, um, so we'll get right into that. We have a little bit of news this week. Uh, and I guess, I guess I need to start off with this one. Trey Lance traded to the Cowboys. I <laughs> see Justin smiling already. Um, <laughs> that was one of the big news earlier. Why don't you today. tell us how
0: you feel about this one, Rocky?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do want to point out people, you know, I, I, I've already t- admitted the L on that. He was going to be the starter a couple yeah. weeks ago. Uh and that was all my take was. People have bust busted my balls. Like I thought Trey Lance was going to be a Hall of Famer or something. My whole argument was they don't know what Trey Lance is. Brock Purdy is as a ceiling of mediocrity, in my opinion. And it boggles my mind that any team is going to go into the season with Super Bowl aspirations, with just Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold on the roster. But that's what they're doing. They traded Trey Lance away. Again, I never said the guy was going to be good. And actually, if you go back, especially on junkies, but I probably said it here as well. I was pretty anti-Trey Lance when he came out as a rookie. And I've only been touting in this offseason. I'm sorry, non-point scoring season. Just because, again, we don't know what he is. And if I'm the Niners, I'd rather go for the upside. And you have you'll still have Purdy as a backup plan if it doesn't work. So that's why I've been touting all off season. Lance is going to be a starter. Lance is going to be a starter. And now he's not going to be a starter anywhere. So, uh, but I, I fully admit that I, I, I had that one wrong. The nine and I still contend the Niners are dumb for doing that. But Justin, uh, what do you think here? What, what is Lance completely worthless? Are you trying to get him super cheap in case he does start eventually? What do you think?
0: I'm done with Lance. He's, he's worthless to me. I mean, now he's third on a depth chart with an entrenched starter. At least before he was third on a depth chart with two, who knows what's. Yeah. Now he's buried, buried. I mean, that's, that's just-
1: what. That's why to me it's crazy they even traded him. Like, I, 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 get it. He's, you know, they put all this into him, and it's kind of weird now to, to have him still
0: stay on that roster. I guess is the third guy. But Frank said I, uh, Greer got cut, so he's the backup. What about Cooper Rush? Rush yeah, is still there, I believe, so he's third <laughs> behind Cooper Rush.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's what I was figuring. I thought Cooper Rush is still there, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just I, – if I'm him, I'd still rather have, have him on my roster. With all you invested into him, again, I don't know how they can be so confident that Purdy is going to be, like, what everyone thinks he was. I mean, he won games. He was not a great quarterback. But but Dustin, why don't you you know I've gone off on this enough, so why don't, why don't you comment? I guess on Lance, and I guess I guess I want to ask both of you. But I'll Dustin, you can answer this first. Where are you at on Purdy now? That you giving up a first for Purdy? Do you you even have interest in acquiring Purdy? Are you like me and no. I'm just like I I said to me, his ceiling is. Is is not even Kirk Cousins, it's below because you know I love me some Kirk Cousins. I, I think it's below Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's like and everyone thinks he's great because of what happened in the end of last year. It was mostly winning. He he had some solid fantasy games, he was no no superstar, but and, and, and I, I i've contended all the whole time too. sorry i'm rambling on here du- uh, dustin but this has been this has been my thing all highly invested. In this yes course. i am highly, <laughs> so i need to get it all out because we're never going to probably talk about trey lance again at this point
0: it's but, like yeah.
1: so I, I i contended the whole Purdy thing uh, it, it was inflated by a soft schedule uh okay yeah. rock
0: take a deep breath <laughs> 30, it's gonna be all right i know i just
1: it just drives me why i mean again i've said this too as an eagles fan i love it because i love that the top contending team for you know to talk, to take out the eagles for the super bowl it now has purdy and darnler quarterback but it's it, it is killing you know, my it's a big L for me from this, this non point scoring season. But Dustin, now I'll finally let you talk.
2: Oh, thanks. No, uh, Purdy, I really have no interest in. Uh, there's plenty of other guys I would take. I just, uh, super small sample size last year. Uh, the Niners have you know, good defense, a lot of solid uh, fantasy pieces around him to help him make him look better. Uh, So I'm not overly interested in Purdy, uh, especially now that he is the entrenched starter. I mean, I don't want to pay a first for him. I'd rather go get, you know, like you, Rocky, go get some of those older guys you can get a little bit cheaper that will probably end up producing better. Uh, For Lance, I am hopeful, or I should say this. If I have room on my roster, I'll take a flyer on him, super cheap, hopefully get him at a super depressed value right now. He's still on his rookie contract, hopefully... Couple years, maybe McCarthy can work some magic with him, and he'll get a shot once his rookie contract is up. Go somewhere else in free agency, you know, have a chance to to at least compete to be a starter. So he could be worth holding on to just because of the draft capital that you know he was taken with. But again, super cheap. I wouldn't be paying a lot for him at this point.
1: I love Jason in the chat. I think I'm grabbing Darnold for a third when Purdy gets benched. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I- I'm sorry. Did you say at the end, that what, what What would you be paying for? Late, uh, would you pay a late second or you wouldn't go higher than a third?
2: Oh, at this point, I mean, a couple of thirds, I don't know that I could do a second. It's just,
1: I think I'm with you. And I, I I've, I've had at least one trade uh, this season where I, I think I paid the late first for Lance. And I am severely regretting that um, because I was definitely entrenched on. He's going to start, but uh Justin, sounds like you're with me on Purdy. Yeah,
0: it's like Dustin said, mediocrity at best. I mean, it just there's just nothing, no upside there to shoot for. You know, if I'm going to take shots at cheap quarterbacks, I want them to at least have some some sort of high QB two, low QB one upside for my roster.
1: Yeah, and Frank in the chat says it, but is he going for a first? I feel like getting him for a second is an auto accept. I, I, I and yeah, I think uh, I would pay a second for Purdy, and I'm not even a big fan. But right. I don't think any Purdy managers are sending him for a second. No,
0: nope. no, I haven't uh, seen that.
1: Yeah, so I, I think you're going to have to pay him first. I think he. I mean, I haven't seen any trades, so I can't say he's going for first that I've seen. But I can't imagine anyone is now that he's entrenched. Like you said, entrenched as the starter. Uh, Likely this whole year. Even if Darnold gets in, he'll probably Darnold will probably get benched at some point, and Purdy will be back in anyway. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine anybody selling him for less, given that he's pretty much locked in for the season. Um, but I'll I'll stop uh, rambling on about Purdy and Lance, and, and I'm sure we'll have talk some more Purdy, but this is probably the last last you'll hear from me on Lance. Uh, but the other big news uh, was uh, JT Jonathan Taylor. Uh, did not get traded uh, after asking for the trade that we talked about last week, but is starting the season on the pup list. So he's going to miss the first four games. Uh, what, what do you think of this whole situation? Is this is is he going to play in week five? Is he going to I'll go to you first, Dustin uh are, are you trying to buy it? do you think you're going to get a discount do you think everyone's just going to be like well now I, I assume he's going to play i'm not going to sell him any cheaper what are you thinking
2: um if you can get a discount for him sure i don't know that people are going to give you a discount even yeah, with this news uh the one thing i'm worried about with with jt is yeah he can come back after you know they said uh, the first... first four weeks yeah um and he only needs to play eight games to accrue a season towards, um, you know, free agency. So does he come back after week four and play for eight weeks and then has an injury and he's out then for the, the um, your fantasy playoff run or, you know, does he pull a left bell and not play at all this season? Like, you know, that, there's that's so much, point, by the
1: way, I don't even think he needs to, like, if he I quote unquote air playing. quotes has an injury, he's still an active player who's on the roster and he's yeah, still getting he vested
0: games. He so. has to play four more weeks. He doesn't have yeah. to play eight more weeks.
2: Okay. It's,
0: it's not as long as he gets activated. Uh, let's see here. He he can't, I can't remember. It's something about six weeks in uh, he has to be activated or sometime between before the end of the season. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Draft. If he
1: gets activated once the pup ends, I don't think it really matters how much he actually okay. plays because it, I mean, he, they don't, the vested games will count if he's mm-hmm. injured and he's saying he can't play right. unless right. unless he's like actually sitting out, which is highly unlikely.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so that makes me real nervous, especially if you're counting on him to be a bell cow for you on your team uh, come fantasy playoff time. So uh, I, I'm nervous about this whole situation. Yeah,
0: <laughs> crazy. I wasn't nervous at all until at five o'clock today when that news broke. Yes, so he was saying, you know, four o'clock, whatever it was. I was fine I took him I took him in the second round on Sunday in a redraft I was like sweet I got Christian McCaffrey and JT and now I'm like oh boy I got Christian McCaffrey and uh, no IR spots in this one I can't even throw one on IR yeah he
1: he went 212 in in my home redraft league that I've been in for a while and I, I thought they got a deal I was like nice he's he's gonna play week one he's not getting traded he'll be fine and and yeah, I, I hadn't—I had no idea that pup was even a consideration. So, yeah, I didn't think he was going to mm-hmm. stay up. Jeez. So in Dynasty, though, Dust—Dustin, uh, I meant uh, Justin. You guys have rhyming names. Um,
0: <laughs> it's just uh, one letter away, even.
1: Are you are you kind of out on Taylor at this point then? Because I know you're—you're you're not a big running back guy, right?
0: I'm not out on Taylor, but I'm not going to pay full price for him. That's for sure. I mean, I have him on a couple rosters. Um, No, it's not that I don't like running backs. I just like quarterbacks and wide receivers more. (laughs) But I do like to win, so I want some running backs. Like, you know, I got a whole bunch of Bijan and Brees Hall right now and uh, a couple couple JTs because, you know, if they're a valuable running back, I'll hold on to them. But this sucks. Yeah,
1: I I did not see this coming, and I'm like Dustin, I am worried what even happens after those four weeks, it's not like he's, not like this is just purely an injury situation where he's going to be back in week five, and we can all depend on him, it's, you know, who knows what's going to happen, if he, he, like you said, vacant, you know, quote-unquote injury, or, or what, so... I, I, am not even sure I'd be looking to buy if there was a, di- I mean, it had to be a significant dip for yep. me, I think. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if I can count on the points this year. And if you can't count on the points for this year for running back, that's scary. So, mm-hmm. cause it's year to year with running backs, even, even if he's not that old yet. So um, before we move on, Frank in the chat, Frank, Frank's always great in the chat here. Uh, interested in what you guys think of this trade. My friend made one QB. Uh, Jonathan Taylor for Pierce and a 24 first. Anybody want to chime in? I assume that's Damian Pierce and not Alec.
0: Yeah, if it's Alec <laughs> <Pierce. laughs> <laughs> then it's just uh, Taylor for a 24 first. Yeah, Alex. basically.
2: <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. Um, it's fine, I guess. Uh, you're getting points with Pierce for sure this year. You get the 24 first on top of it. Again, as we we're just talking about with this whole situation, we have no idea if he's how much he's going to play. So I guess take the guaranteed points for this year, and then you can always draft a running back with that first that you picked up uh, in the trade. Yeah, what do you think, Justin?
0: Yeah, that's my thoughts exactly. Like grab Pierce, and then uh, hit the reset button in 2024 with the, with that first round pick, or make a trade for uh, another guy at some point if you need. It's a it's an asset that is obviously not going to depreciate. We don't know what's going to happen to JT. If he doesn't play this year, his his stock's are going to tank. Yeah, I I don't hate it either. I, I it's scary on that side.
1: Yeah, I I don't hate the trade. I I don't love it either, but I think I would probably do. I I'd have to have some idea where that for. I mean, we kind of just assume mid, uh, when we don't know, but. If it looks more mid to late, I might be less inclined to do it, but uh, it, it has a chance to be non-playoff. I think I'd lean that way, but but Taylor definitely is scary either way. I'm curious, a certain host who is uh, not here tonight uh, sent me an offer uh, today after the JT news of uh, JT and a 24. He wanted me to send JT and a 24 first for Brees Hall. Are either of you doing that?
0: Mm. sorry i lost you there for a second i lagged what was the offer
1: jt and a 24 first like likely mid to late if we're going to do that game uh for Brees hall
2: oh mm. dustin uh that's oh. tough um i mean if if you're competing you know and you need the points then you take the Brees hall side but I think the value is probably on the JT in the first. So if you're willing to kick the can for a year and uh, don't need those points, then yeah, take JT in the first.
0: Yeah,
1: I I have JT in the first in this team. He's trying to send me Brees Hall. Yeah,
0: I think I'd keep JT in the first as well. Um, I don't even know that Brees helps you that much, especially in the first half of the season. That was my thought. With Dalvin Cook there. Uh, Brees coming off the ACL probably going to be eased in a little bit. I mean, he hadn't practiced most of training camp, so uh, I don't know that you're going to get a huge boost. Anyway, you might end up getting about the same amount of useful weeks out of JT as as Brees Hall. I have no idea, but uh, there's not. It's not like there's no risk with Brees.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking also. So uh, I did not accept that trade, uh, <laughs> but it's not uh, a
0: bad but- offer.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't, I, yeah, I didn't like laugh it out of my, you know, while I was deleting it or something, but <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah, it was just, I think, I don't want to add a first on, and also in that league, I, I am contending, uh, but, and I have the JT in first side, but I also have uh, Connor, Dobbins, Aaron Jones, and CMC, so I, I, I'm not hurting it running back as it is sure. anyway, so mm-hmm. yeah, so I can afford to, to hold on to JT and keep that first, so uh, that's what I ended up doing, but, uh, so Dustin, we always have to get, we only, we only have one listener question, tonight, but do you want to do the, the listener, we're late on listener questions and trades tonight. So do you want to do the listener question first, or do you want to do the trades? Let's keep talking trades. Okay. Trades. It is Uh reminder. TA leagues are 12 team PPR super flex 1.75 tight end premium. With 0.054 return yards, except TA one. We do have a TA one trade, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that towards the end because we have we kind of have three more minor trades and then two two that are a little more interesting, I think. So we'll we'll do the minor trades first. Uh, the first one is in TA eight, and this is one we normally wouldn't put on here, but I wanted to just throw it on here, especially because I think this guy's been a bit of a, a preseason hype guy a little bit, uh, and, and and I actually made this trade, so I just wanted to see what. What you guys think of this guy, which is Deuce Vaughn for a twenty twenty five third? So small little trade. Uh, is that you guys? I'll start with you, Justin. You have any interest in Deuce Vaughn? Does he do anything for you? I this was a uh, a uh, Tyler Carp special in TAA where he just tries to get future late picks. Um, loves drafting guys and then trading them to try and get get picks that are a little higher, I guess, than where he drafted them. So,
0: what do you think here? I'm not a Deuce Vaughn guy. But I also think that you might have a sell window sometime in the next two years to get a second instead of a third. So I want to hold Deuce Vaughn. Maybe Pollard gets, you know, banged up for a few weeks and he's, you know, he gets named the starter or, or at least gets some run. And instead of getting that 2025 20, third, you're trading for a second. Like there's 24 months to try and make that deal uh, before 2025 even gets here. You know? Yeah. So, uh,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, so, uh,
1: you, I mean, you're, again, you're not a real Deuce Vaughn guy either?
2: Uh, he's fine. Um, you know, it's just yet it, Pollard is the entrenched starter there. And, I mean, yeah, Deuce Vaughn will probably get some run. You know, Ronald Jones, after he comes back from his suspension, will will get some run. But, um, but Pollard is going to be the main guy there, so it's going to be hard for him barring injury to really, you know, flash anything.
1: Yeah. And he's a pretty tiny guy too. So it's hard to imagine, you know, he's ever going to get a significant workload anyway. I
0: mean, he has to, he has to tiptoe to look over my coffee tables. So
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking. It was a, it was a 25 third. I, I got deuceful on the deal. Cause like I said, Tyler uh, loves getting those picks. Uh, so, uh, I figure, what the hell, I'll throw him one of his late picks that he loves, and, and we'll see what happens with Deuce. And I agree with Justin. I think there could be definitely a window where he, he's worth a second in season uh, if if, he's, if power goes down for a little bit. Uh, so we'll move on to the next trade, which is uh, Greg Dulcich, uh, another guy that I think a lot of people liked uh, during the non-point scoring season. Then then Peyton seemed to to, to not like him. And we heard a lot of Adam Troutman stuff and Dulcich isn't uh, getting as much work and getting as much routes and all this stuff. So uh, Dulcich for Jalen Hyatt, another kind of polarizing rookie. So Justin, what do you you think of this one?
0: You know, it's weird because Sean Payton didn't like Adam Troutman when he was in New Orleans. (laughs) So why does he all of a sudden like him now when when he already had a tight end that did well last year? Um. I don't know what the hell is going on there. I'm a Greg Dulcich guy. I, I was the like the conductor of the hype train last year, pre like during rookie drafts and whatnot. Like I think I got four or five shares of them, and now I don't know what the hell to do with them. I have no idea. Um, uh, it's one point seven five, so give me Dulcich, but because I'm just not huge, I'm not real high on Jalen Hyatt. but I could see going the other way and just saying I'm gonna I'm gonna sell while there's still a sell window. I don't know you, what happens with Greg Dulcich.
1: I was just going to ask: Do you think the talent just overcomes this weird Sean Payton Troutman obsession, or, uh, or he just gets buried in, in for some crazy reason in some kind of doghouse here?
0: Sean Payton, you know he he marches to the beat of his own drum, so I have no idea like, yeah. what he did in New John Orleans. Sean Payton
1: unleashed Taysom Hill on us for years, and he's still around. So. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't understand. I'm not going to try and understand what he's thinking or if he really likes Troutman more than Dulcich or if this was some motivator thing. I'm hoping it's the latter so I can actually have some useful shares of a tight end there, but I I can't, I don't know. Uh,
1: So what about you, Dustin? Were you all in on, on Dulcich before all the weird Peyton stuff came out? And then are you still,
2: I was, and I still am. I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, cause I know we can't count on rational coaching here, but I am I'm, I'm hopeful Dulcich is still the guy there and bringing Troutman over was just more of a, here's a guy that's familiar with my offense. He's, you know, good locker room guy, something like that. Uh, just a little depth piece. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for, uh, with Jalen Hyatt, you know, I could see going that way too, but, uh, how do we know which of these slot wide receivers is going to be the guy in, in New York? Uh, really the only piece I'm interested in, in New York is Waller at this yes. point. So uh, just, I mean, it, it's throwing darts at those other wide receivers. So I'd rather take the guy that we've seen produced last year in Dulcich and just hope for the best, especially with the premium.
1: Yeah. I think both of them are a, a bit of a, the Dart throw might be too strong, but you're you're kind of taking an upside risk on either of them, and I'd rather take it uh, on the tight end in a one point seven five. And as you said, Dustin, that we saw uh, produce a little bit in his rookie season, he he, he definitely flashed. Uh, so I'll, I'll take him. And, and I'm curious, you mentioned you brought up uh, Waller. Uh, how high are you on Waller for this season? Because I know Russ Russ is even higher than me, but I'm pretty high on him too. I I I, I feel like he could. He could like right after that Andrews, uh, Kelsey range. I think, I, I think there's a real chance in just in 2023, he could be the number three guy. I just think he's mm-hmm. gonna get peppered with targets there.
2: Yep, that he is my go to, uh, tight end. I'm hoping, uh, I still have my uh, home league r- draft this next weekend. Uh, between Jake and myself, I think we're gonna be, uh, playing chicken on who's going to grab him later. Uh, and hopefully he falls because we're both in love with him. And I do think he could be the tight end three on the season very easily. Oh oh you, God. you, you on board with that, Justin? I am. I mean, I've, I've always liked Waller. Well, I say
0: always, I've liked Waller ever since he had that breakout season. You know, I wasn't, I didn't jump on him early enough to be like, yeah, I I was all over Waller before he was a thing. But as soon as he hit, I was, I was in. So I bought in and and went for it. And he's been, when he's been on the field, he's been great. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. all about health with him, really. he has been banged up, but it hasn't been a a question of productivity. It's just been availability. And uh,
1: Corey, we got a lot of questions in the chat here tonight. I'll throw this one out here since we don't have a lot of trades anyway. Again, not a lot of context here, but marquise brown or twenty six first first of all why are you having twenty six first? first <laughs> you should not have leagues with picks that are, are three years out so in my head twenty six first first is basically imaginary at this point so i will take the player unless he's absolutely horrible and i don't think hollywood is
0: horrible
2: same I mean, <laughs> yep. That's too far away, man. Yep.
0: Look, I'm getting old. I got gray in my beard. I don't even know what's going to be happening in 2026. I might be in a facility somewhere. Who knows? <laughs> uh, um, so, what it would if it was,
1: it, would, does a 25 make any difference? Would you, would. would you, so you would take the 25 first over Hollywood? I would. What about you, Dustin?
2: Yeah, it, it, it's a lot closer for the 25. I guess it depends on my team makeup. Uh, if I'm going for more of a rebuild, yeah, give me the first. Um, right. Yeah. But, um, did you see? Uh, Rocky, did you see I
0: sold Russ Wilson in Hollywood on a contender for, I think it was 225 first, 24 second, and 25 second in the Hot Sauce League? I, oh. I did
1: miss, I missed that because there's been so many damn hot sauce oh, yeah, emails coming through <laughs> between the, <laughs> the the startup with the third copy. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, that's So I, uh, I was actually. So it was two
1: firsts and two seconds?
0: It was two firsts and two seconds. And the first were both in 25 for Russ Wilson and Hollywood. So that yeah, I'll sell for 25.
1: Yeah, I th- I think that leans to pick side. Yeah, yeah. so uh, especially since the seconds can be – Well, in I was saying be...
0: seconds is in their thirds. Oh, uh, they're thirds. Okay, okay. So okay. there's something to play about. Okay.
1: Play about yeah, this is a, a strange league, Dustin. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I but I think if it's 25, I think I'd still lean Hollywood, but I'm also higher on Hollywood than most. Uh, he's another – obviously, the quarterback situation is not ideal. Huh? We'll talk about Kyler in a little bit with the listener question here. Yeah. Um,
0: One of the things I, I've been saying about 25 first is that – remember how, how we were treating 24 first last year? They're so far away. They're so far away, and now they're gold again. Like If you can buy picks two years out, it's the next year they're gold.
1: You know, yeah not, and I have to wait mm-hmm. till
0: 2025. To use. Although
1: and people are saying that 25 it does not look as g- good of a draft class as 24 or 23. But people say that all the time and then we get to that class and yeah. everyone loves it. So I guess it doesn't You get really to November matter. you're going to
0: be able to sell that pick next year. Yes. In 2024 you'll be able to sell that pick for uh you know, a big haul, especially if it's a decent looking pick.
1: And remember when 2023 was supposed to be the draft class right. of like our lifetime. Yep. It was nice, but uh, yeah, it was. It, it wasn't it was 2020. Nice. That's no, all right. it is. It exactly, wasn't that. yes. Yep. We've had better. 2021, I think, was a better draft than, than 2020. Yeah, 21 was nice, too. The rookie was, draft. It was, yeah, it was nice. Was, that was like the Waddle, Smith, the, yeah, the, the quarterbacks. Yeah, there was a lot going on in 2021 that I think surpasses 23. But, And it's kind of funny how we just elevated them to, to – like golden god status for like a year and a half but yeah. uh, anyway uh, we'll get to our other uh, smaller trade here which was also in TA9 uh, Michael Mayer for Evan Ingram uh, clearly a sort of uh, competing non-competing kind of trade uh, Dustin do you uh, are you a mayor guy and obviously the easy answer is it depends on your roster what do you think value wise
2: uh, I still like Ingram. I liked what we saw this last year. I know he's on the franchise tag, or he's on a one-year deal this year with with Jacksonville. Um, but I think they probably end up keeping him there. I know they drafted that um, was it, Bretton Strange. Yeah, uh, this last year, but right, uh, he's more of a blocker, isn't he? So, uh, you know, I think Ingram fits on that offense. So I'd rather take him. I know there's a lot of hype around Mayer, but he's a rookie. Uh, you know, he's got to surpass, uh, Austin Hooper there on that roster. So I don't know if that's going to happen this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, he's just unproven, you know, at this point. So give me the proven commodity. And I think Ingram's, you know, he's still young enough where he's going to have a lot of, uh, some good fantasy seasons still in him.
1: I, yeah, I'm up in the air on what I think. I mean, obviously he had a really nice season last year. I, I am a little worried going forward uh, just because they have Ridley. Now they have Kirk Uh, Zay Jones is a nice real life NFL player too. Uh, So I I just worry what the target share is going to be like there. And if he can do what he did last year, but, but Justin, uh, I guess what are your thoughts on Ingram and, and on this deal?
0: What if I told you that last year in T.A. scoring, Ingram had nine games above 10 points and eight games below 10 points? We're talking about – and some of them were significantly below 4.6, 3.3, 6.5, 2.5, 2.1, 4.6. I mean – That was, was more than I
1: would have thought. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. He was he was super boomer bust. And it, was, it came in stretches too. He had a four-game stretch over 10 – and then he had that four-game stretch late where he had the 47-point game and a couple 20s and a 17. Other than that, man, he was basically unusable. I mean, he was costing you weeks. Give me Michael Mayer. I'll take the value. And uh, I actually think that the guy that was getting uh, Michael Mayer should have squeezed just a little bit more out, maybe a third or something like that, just on the hype of Evan Ingram. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to be playing him every week. You know, to me, that feels like a best ball line. And I don't think it's yeah. better yeah.
1: And I, I think you just convinced me there, Justin. So I think I'll go with the mayor's <laughs> side. I do like mayor too. I think he could get, uh, I, I mean, no rookie tight end really usually ever bust out big time, but I think he could, he could get some decent uh, work this year. I'm not that concerned about Austin Hooper in Right, No. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Um, and Michael Mayer, I think is, is, uh, you know, he's been kind of, there's been talk of him for a while. I think he's pretty pro ready and, and i think we could see him do some things this year just it, you know jimmy garoppolo uh you know is, is used to, to, to trying to you know working with the tight end so uh i, I think again i'm not saying he's going to be like tight end five but i i think he could be decent for you he could have flashes uh where he's useful maybe, maybe like Dulcich last year uh but two more deals here We'll go back to that TA1 one, and then I'll do this TA9 one because it's mine. Uh, TA1, Aaron Jones for Mac Jones and Chuba
0: Hubbard. Is that Chuba Hubbard or Alec Pierce? Does it matter? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Justin? Uh, I always want the QB, even if it's a bad Mm -hmm. QB like that. I'll take Mac Jones. They both might have the same shelf life, but a Mac Jones is probably going to be the slightly higher score anyway and he's at a premium position yeah and, and
2: same
1: Russ uh Dustin I see Rus's has talked about do you have any hope that, that they know that they have a real offensive coordinator maybe we get a better Mac Jones than we saw last year
2: I'm I'm hopeful uh do I expect it we'll, we'll probably see some improvement uh, you know Bill O'Brien, he was a good offensive coordinator his first time around with new England. So, uh, he has that track record. So I'm hopeful he can get a little bit more out of Mac Jones there, but, uh, it's not like they're flush with the uh, great talent around him, uh, which, which worries me a little bit, but yeah, I, I think you'll see, you know, incremental improvement this year.
1: Yeah, I, I think he it he was pretty bad last year. So I, I I think you have to almost see some improvement and and again with it being you not having to deal with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, I think were his co coordinators or whatever it was last year. I don't know what that uh, was. Yeah, that's that's one of the craziest things we've seen. It <laughs> takes me back to the the Eagles made their uh their defensive coordinator the or their yeah. Their their, op, no, their offensive line coach, I think, was the defensive coordinator, is what it was. Right. And it was like, what the hell are they doing? Um, but anyway, uh, and Corey in the chat says uh, he better improve. He's our only QB, which I think I could, that might have been before the show we were talking about. That. I can't remember if that was early in the show or before. But yes, they, they cut Bailey Zappi, and Mac Jones is literally the only quarterback.
0: No, and it's, I, it's like, worse. There, there's only two running backs and two tight ends on the roster. As yeah, well. I was going to mention Who's that. Too. There's five <laughs> players there. And then their wide receivers are Juju, Kendrick Bourne. I can't go past that. Thornton? Yeah, probably. Oh,
1: man. Uh, uh, Jason says uh, he's seen worse, which, which, yes, we've seen worse QBs, Jason. Yeah, but they're bench players. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Anybody worse than Mac is a backup.
0: Baker Mayfield is barely starting, and he was better than Mac Jones as a rookie. Yeah, and I, I did
1: have I hope, hope when he when he came out. I mentioned I thought a certain, his ceiling could be Kirk Cousins. I don't think he's ever hitting a Kirk Cousins ceiling, uh, which is now twice this show. I've mentioned a Kirk Cousins ceiling. So how, how often do you hear that on the podcast? But um, uh, but yeah, I would take the quarterback too. Uh, I believe this was with uh, you our,
0: a little more often than normal. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, a- Andrew Hall. Um, yeah. In, in TA1, uh, made this and yeah, that's he. We were talking about it after he made it, and he's like, Yeah, give, give me the quarterback. Uh, you know, I can get a quarterback. He, he's not really contending there either, so it made total sense for him to move off Aaron Jones to get a young quarterback, even if he's an iffy young quarterback. It made a lot more sense than just keeping Aaron Jones on his roster. Uh, so yeah, I would, I, if I'm not, if, if I am contending, I wouldn't mind doing this. I, I like. I, I would not – if Mac Jones is my third QB, I don't hate it because uh, I don't expect anything out of Mac Jones, given especially a lot of what we just said about the and skill players on his uh, team, uh, especially outside of the running back, uh, Ramondre Stevenson. So uh, I don't hate it, but, yeah, I think the value is definitely on the Jones and and, and well, the Jones side. I don't think Chuba adds much value there. So, um, and the last one, this one's me. So I'm going to let you guys chime in first again. Uh, uh, Dustin, I got uh, Najee Harris in a 25 second. This was also in TA9 as our um, a couple other trades were. For Khalil Herbert and a 2024 first. Uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll leave the context out until I, I'll, let, I'll let you answer
2: so it's Najee and a second for
1: 25 second yes 25
2: right. second for a 24 first and herbert yes um I, I would take the Najee side i don't have a lot of faith in herbert this year uh that backfield is gross and disgusting um with Deonta foreman and roshan johnson who i think is going to end up taking over that backfield uh by the end of the season uh so give me Najee. Um he's he's a starter, you know he's gonna get the work. I know that offense isn't real all that exciting for us for fantasy, but uh they can't really do worse than they did last year. Uh so give me Najee. You know, if, if you're not a big fan of him, you know, hopefully he pops off for a couple weeks early in the season here and you can trade him away and, and get some good value for him. What do you think, Justin?
0: I think that uh, I want Herbert in the first because I don't know that you're going to get more value from him than than that right there already. So uh, I, I, I'm like you, Dustin. I don't have any faith in Khalil Herbert, but I got a lot of faith in that 24 first holding value. And if I want <laughs> to get something, then, then I go get something with that 24 first. I like having pieces like that for November or December in most of my leagues because I don't play in trade deadline leagues where I can go get that final you know. piece to mm-hmm. push for uh, most of the time, I've got teams where I can afford to lose a player. If I'm if I'm really a contender, I can afford to lose a player like Najee and still push through and then have that flexibility to go get somebody late.
1: So I think when you hear the context, I think Dustin probably will agree with you because that's exactly what this was for me, Justin. I, I am a contender. This is that team we were talking about earlier with uh, – uh, CMC and Aaron Jones and oh right uh, and, and I, I had a bunch Carter. of running backs yeah yeah so uh, I think and it's also it, it which this kind of makes it a little worse because I think I have a pretty good shot in that league but it's my first but I also like getting my first back even if I'm a contender um so uh, basically that's what I was thinking here I could get my first back have a chip in season. Uh, I have a lot of pieces on that roster, too. Like, I, not all of them are, like, super studs or anything, but I have just, like, I have, like, 15 startable players on that roster at least. Sure. Um, so it made a ton of sense for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I, his original deal, I think, was the pick uh, for Najee, and I actually added the other parts just to try and get another little piece back. I'm not huge on Herbert either, but I just didn't want to trade him straight up for what I assume is a late first. So I was like, let me try and yeah. Um, But I had the same thought as you, having that first, either, you know, I can make the pick next year or more likely I'll probably trade it, you know, maybe add it to something else to tier up in season or something like
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, come November, when there's a lot of teams that are out of it and selling players, you can get somebody like Najee for a single first. That just happens. And, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe it's a first and a third, but or a first and some throw in player off your roster that was just going to be, you know, another roster plotter anyway. Those kind of trades happen every year in every league. Well, I can't say every yeah. league. Maybe not TA4, TA7, but every <laughs> league. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is true. Um, uh, Frank says, he. do you guys have any worry about Jalen Warren? He says, I think Warren has that job by the end of this year. Uh, I do like him, and I do think he's going to get a little more work than people expect. But I... I'd be shocked if he actually overtook Najee for the job. You agree, Dustin?
2: I agree with you, yeah.
1: Yeah. I I do like him as a player, though. Um, And That that was our last trade. Uh, Since we're on the listener questions, Jason had said a little while ago in the chat, I I have a question for when we get there. I assume he meant listener questions. Uh, Dustin, what is your weirdest slash hardest league?
2: I am in, oh, I, I am in a uh, Bosch league. It's uh, kaleidoscope league, uh, so it's, yeah. it's a hundred team, uh, multiple copies, um, pick by it, eight round ADP. Y- yeah, like yeah. Yeah. You pick, uh, by average ADP at a certain point of the rookie draft season for your rookies, um, mm-hmm. You only get $3 a fab to spend for the entire season. Uh, so that and it's best ball, which is nice. So you don't have to worry about sending lineups, but um, yeah, all those other twists in it just make it real interesting.
1: Uh, Frank mentions uh, he's in a league with a salary cap contract league that I run he's saying that's his uh, weirdest <laughs> one. I would have to probably, I might go with, um, Either it might be hot sauce or or the one I run that I kind of modeled part of it off of hot sauce because it also has crazy starting requirements. I, I stole Justin's idea of putting 20 you know, two year out picks in the draft. So, like in the 23 draft, you could draft 25 firsts. Um, and in that league, what I think it's uh, super flex with you have to start three running backs uh four wide receivers four. Yes. And, I and i think we just did one tight end and it's 12 starters and I, <laughs> I actually ran run that league i came up with these rules because like, i wanted to do something crazy and i at, at the time i kept feeling like i saw everything is just like one 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 and flexes like trade addicts or i'm a good i was in a you know seeing the, the all flex leagues are kind of popular and I'm like let's go the entire opposite way and see how that goes and it it is kind of tough, and by the way, so it's, it's kind of hard to sell that, that those uh, teams on taking orphans over in that league <laughs> because of the starting requirements. We we managed to do it this year. We had one or two, uh, but I, I think that might be the craziest. Justin's actually in that league, um, and I think has soaked up a ton of picks. Oh, uh, yeah. you
0: know, <laughs> my experience in the hot sauce league, which I I kind of figured that out pretty quickly as well, uh, has given me a pretty significant edge in this league where i've been stacking seconds years That's out because seconds been can equal first yeah. yeah so i have like i had a i had five 24 first and now i have uh like 6 25 first someone yeah. already had every 24 first except one maybe oh. but, we had
1: um, them the the startup was last year in 2022 and we had i think 23 and 24 picks in the we did an auction startup oh, startup, yeah. and he just bid everything like he bought all the like, i think 11 of the 12 24 like Yep, yeah so it's
0: insane uh so next yeah, year there's not a whole lot of meat on the bone but yeah no. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm back in it in 2025 and i have three seconds next year so i can grab some more 2026 first like i'm just gonna the way that ends
1: up working is yeah because you know First round players still tend to go in the first round by the end of the first, early second, all the firsts start coming off the board. So mm-hmm. seconds are essentially future firsts in, in that kind of league. Right. Um so is uh is, is what about you, Justin? Is there anything uh weirder than either your league or my league? Or um uh, I mean hot Justin's sauce. is three copy hot sauce too. Yeah. Two now three.
0: Yeah, well, it'll be three copy when all these bastards start drafting <laughs> players. Instead of doing like a half or three quarters of a round a day, guys, just a heads up. If you're listening, the season is here in like 10, nine days, whatever you need to start drafting. Uh, Yeah, they're in round 12 right now of a 28 round draft. And we've been going for 10 days or 11 days with that. It's slow motion. Um, So eventually all three copies will be taken. That one. And then uh, I'm in an auction Devy league with that Ruben runs that it, is hard. It, it on the strange and hard topic, that one's hard for me. I mean I've stacked a bunch of Devy guys. Um, but the auction money doesn't roll over, so it's a little different than all the auctions I'm used to. Oh uh, so it's like you know, spend it or, or lose it. And that's boring to me in that in that setup. Yeah, but I like did,
1: it. Just, he he did say weirdest or hardest. And I, Debbie in general is hard for me. I'm yeah. in a And at Debbie League, it's it's fairly normal, except it's 16-team. This Uh, one's 16 as well. Yeah, and I took it over, I think, in 2020. Uh, and I, I'm just now getting to the point where I'm competing. Like it it had a couple as like guys were studs at the time, like Dalvin and Julio Jones. And I sold them off immediately because the rest of the roster was not great. And it's taken me a while to get to the point where I, I think I'm going to contend this year. So we'll see, but yeah. And I, I do not know the college game that great. So I tend to either trade those picks or. Or draft him and then try and figure out how much I can get for those the, those guys before they uh, some of them fall off. Like I uh I drafted Spencer Rattler. That didn't work out so well for me. So Yeah. Uh, like one oh two in one of the one, guy had, yeah. uh,
0: one guy had DJ Ugale and Spencer Rattler, I think, after yeah. the startup. <laughs> Ooh. How about setting your team back significantly yeah it's you're dead it, there, it's generally. hard to
1: just keep the Debbie guys and, and like I'm not a good enough college guy and I think even if you are I mean everybody loved those guys two or right. three years ago mm-hmm. like and they just you know fell off the face of the earth so yeah, I think that was a um,
0: 2020 startup yeah and, uh, <laughs> yeah those guys were all the hot it's yes not anymore
1: and I remember the pick before me was uh, Sam Howell, which uh, I guess you got a starter out of him, but I'm not feeling too great about that pick either. It was the one-on-one in the Debbie draft, oh, if I'm that guy. So, right. um, <laughs> uh, but we'll get to our uh, actual Twitter listener question from our, our guy, Ridley Truther, big fan of the show, uh, part of one of our uh, patrons. Uh, where are Dak and Kyler this time next season? Both my favorite QBs to acquire right now. Uh, and I, Russ always likes to ask a random question in the thing, and I asked, "What's your favorite game show?" He said, "My fave OG game shows, hands down, Family Feud and Double Dare from the '90s." So uh, maybe we can finish up if you guys have any game shows you like uh, after the after the football question, but. Uh, is Dak not being there a thing? I, I did not like, yeah. Why? No. I think Dak's in Dallas next season.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean skip that part. He's a cowboy. Yeah. And that's that. yeah. I, I we, uh, pushing him out of there.
2: Yeah. Jake and I were talking about this on our show earlier. And, uh, after the season, he has a $62 million dead cap hit. So, I mean, he's not going to go anywhere.
1: No. Um, but. I have thoughts on where Kyler will be next season. Um, which I think Justin might like my thoughts, but <laughs> I already know, and that's what I'm
0: hoping as well. But <laughs> well, what I'm about a you? Fan, Dustin. I'm a Falcons fan and a Kyler fan. That's where yes. Rocky is I yes. already know it, just it makes Chris it just it. makes
2: that would ton be a of good fit. It yeah. really would. It would uh, be It'd be a be... good
0: version of Desmond Ritter.
1: Mm-hmm. It, and they're not going to be. They're probably not going to be bad enough where they're getting like yes. a top tier quarterback this year either. Especially in that division, which sucks. So they'll probably yes. just get some wins by accident. They really um, plus, built
0: strangely. Like they, yeah. what they did was they got all these pieces uh, on offense. They got a solid offensive line for the first time in forever now. As of last year, they they invested in some uh, significant position players that can support the quarterback. And then they threw a bunch of money at the defense with all their cap space this year. So they have a solid defense. They got a bunch of pieces on offense and then they have a crap quarterback. So they'll end up winning like seven or eight games just because the team is not bad around. Desmond Right. So Dustin, you got You
1: got another uh, destination for us or or, or, or are we just going all in on the Falcons? All three of us uh, on Kyler to the Falcons.
2: (laughs) I think that'd be the most exciting fit. Mm -hmm. Um, Another team from that division, though, at Tampa Bay, I don't think Baker or Kyle Trask are the long-term solutions there. So <laughs> that could be another spot. You know, you got Godwood and Evans there. I know Evans is getting a little bit long in the tooth, yeah. but um, still a very good player, and I think Kyler would be able to support both of them really easily.
1: And Frank mentions, I want Kyler on the Vikings. Kirk's contract is up this year. Uh, I could you, do you see that happening? I, I could see that, I guess. I, I don't know what their cap situation looks like. Uh, but uh, Kirk's going to be like what 35? I could see them wanting mm-hmm. to move on. Uh, decent weapons, it might make a uh, decent young weapons too. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, at least a receiver. Uh, so I could see that making some sense if, if they can work something out. Uh, does anyone think he's uh going to be with the Cardinals next year?
0: God. I actually could see it happening because I don't think that he sits out the whole season. So,
1: I don't think so either. Everyone seems to think yeah. he's not coming back.
0: I, I, it's the whole thing. Like, Oh, he's on, he's staying on the pup list or whatever. So did Vaughn Miller. Like, so did a lot of guys that tore their ACL in December. You know, yes. That's, that's not a recovery that you just, you know, we're ready to roll. You know, like
2: they're, even they're, if the Cardinals like, were
1: contenders, he might be on the pup list. Cause he just might not be ready to come back right. in September. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think he plays this year, but I still, I know that situation is just odd there because they're going to be the one pick too. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, let's see. I don't know if they will because he's able to help them win games. I mean, they've been true, but they they've been training guys away too. Yeah, remember two years ago they won eleven games. Like it wasn't long ago that they were contenders. You know, like they were seven and one through eight weeks, and then Kyle got banged up with a high ankle or something. Then. And uh, they lost a few games, fell out of the one seat, but it wasn't like they were bad at all. Mm-hmm. They've improved. They improved three years in a row before last year, so I think that if he comes back and plays twelve or thirteen games, then you're looking at probably five or six wins right there, which is not Caleb Williams. Yeah, that yet. would not mm-hmm. be Williams.
1: Yeah, it's, it would be funny if they did get Williams because ironically. Kyler was there after they just drafted a quarterback in the first round. So, uh, (laughs) uh, and they moved on from him and this is a few years now. And and yeah, Kyler. there's definitely some, uh, some personality issues it seems with Kyler anyway. So uh, I I could, I think it's more likely than not. They move on, but I agree with you. I don't think it's necessarily like a a given that he's not in Arizona next year um but but that uh oh did you guys have a game show you wanted to mention since that was the question i asked on twitter did do you have a favorite game show
2: i did like the double dare uh call out but my personal favorite game show uh was press your luck oh uh, that's where i was going come on no does whammy. let's go
0: <laughs> no whammy no whammy no whammy oh i
2: i still love that show uh you catch so it on like game show go. network or whatever i still just stop and watch it because it's just Classic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was an '80s kid, man, and my my babysitter loved to watch that show, and so did I. I was like, it was so much fun because I could I could understand it as a child. I didn't have mm-hmm. to be, you know, it wasn't super complicated. Press yeah. your luck, baby. Yep. Let's go.
1: That was the one that actually came to mind for me of like traditional games. Uh, the reason I actually asked this question too is because I run this uh, Survivor fantasy league, so if, uh, uh, where people actually get voted out each week. Um, so it kind of made me think of that. Survivor counts as a game show. I'm a super Survivor fan. You could have
0: brought the tears and said you asked the the question because of Bob Barker. I mean... Oh, he
1: I
2: completely forgot. Really yeah, he just recently this. passed away. I should have said oh, that man. Right. Like it,
0: yesterday or day before. And you I just, know, I did see know, that, and I, 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 that wasn't blood. even why. <laughs>
1: oh boy,
0: I should have used that.
1: I should have used it. You could that have, have pulled right out
0: the heartstrings, and you screwed yeah. up. Yeah.
1: I, I messed it up entirely. Okay, we'll edit this part out. The whole reason right. I did it was because who's <laughs> <laughs> editing? That's what I want to know exactly. No one. but that is the end of our show sheet so that is the end of our show this is a record time for trade addicts here we're actually going to finish under an hour It appears like uh but dustin uh, i want to give you a chance again just to remind everyone uh who you are your twitter handle your podcast all that stuff
2: Yep, you can find me at FF Dusty Dog on Twitter slash X slash whatever you want to call it these days. Uh, <laughs> I, I our... <laughs> refuse to call it X. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I, I do too, but have to say it. Um, you can find the show uh Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football. We go live on, on Tuesday evenings, uh 6 30 central time most weeks. Uh we stream live, uh catch us on YouTube. Uh we're at drinking fantasy on Twitter. You can find us there. Uh my co-host uh, at Jake Trowbridge, uh, fantastic co-host. Follow his stuff as well. Uh, and that's about it.
1: Okay, and also uh, make sure, I, I didn't give him a chance to plug it, but make sure you listen to Justin too on the Dynasty Hot Sauce podcast with Larry Monkey. It's great stuff, a lot of fun to listen to. Um, a lot of uh, drunk Larry and a lot of, a lot of cursing there. It's, it's a good show.
0: Uh, <laughs> now you, can, you can listen where he'll offer... Uh, things like Taylor Heineke And Desmond Ritter for an early first Or Isaiah Pacheco <laughs> I just got this offer of while we are recording Isaiah Pacheco for Jonathan Taylor Yes <laughs> I want to do that I, 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 All day on, Larry, Larry <laughs> is notorious oh. for horrible
1: trade offers <laughs> uh, Just oh, Basically around the entire dynasty space So um, <laughs> pretty much everyone Knows <laughs> at this point uh, But that that's going to finish us up here um, I'm at Dynasty FF Attic uh justin's at run dff obviously russ is at dynasty outhouse uh make sure you are following the dap network and subscribing and all that good stuff uh make sure you follow fantasy cares and uh oh patreon we have a patreon patreon.com slash trade addicts pod you can Can watch our pretty faces as we talk here, um, as Frank and Roman and Jason and Corey were doing tonight, and uh, get in the chat. Also, be part of the Cool Kids Club, uh, our chat on Discord, and a lot of other cool perks. So, uh, just uh, you can check that out. And I think that's it. So you got like three and a
0: half more minutes of filibustering. Come on, you can do this. Yeah. Uh, I, I <laughs> no,
1: no, I want to be an under an hour. I can't, I don't think there's been a trade addict under an hour in like years. So this is gonna be record setting. <laughs> Good night, everybody.
0: Good night, Dusty. Good night, Rocky. Good night. Good night.
3: Thank, Thank you for you listening to the Trade addict. addict Podcast. A member, a member of, of the DLS family podcast. of podcasts a proud member in the Dynasty Addict podcast network. Please follow your hosts at Dynasty Haha and at Dynasty FF Addict. Please subscribe. Rate and review. We will catch you next time on the Trade Addict podcast. Poopy Pants. That is the best. <laughs> See ya.